Let's get it. Damn. Sick to let you know it's being recorded now. Man. Woo. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now I got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this shit together. Mama. Young niggas smoking on gas, I'm living too fast, my foot on the pedal. Woo. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey. If a nigga ever Welcome try to play me, I buy him an ice dot Dig your own grave, nigga, you pledge yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You pledge yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? Yeah. I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. Go. I can see through the fuck shit. Fuck shit. I think that my skills. My niggas, Migos, back. Hey, no cap, you on your way to being a DJ. <laughs> that was hard. I'm, I'm here. I need to give me a hey, it's crazy because I said I was going to invest in me like a little turntable set like and just set it up in the crib. Yeah, do that. Get you a little nicer weekends gig. <laughs> so when niggas like pull up, you know, and when they're drinking shit, I just jump on the turntables and start playing some fly shit while niggas chilling. <laughs> but we back. Migos back. Do. We back. Episode number nine. nine. Almost a 10. We almost, almost a 10. Damn near. L- little milestone coming up. Little, little small one. Little milestone coming up. But we here. Gang here. We back. Well, let's get it on. What's new? We here. Hey, man. Uh, How you feeling? I'm chilling, man. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. It's been like a like summer hit hit last week. Like, my nigga, it was like 80, high 80s low 90s like all the last week so i was put up but uh last couple days it's been like the you know the low 80s and it's real manageable outside i'm just enjoying you know being outside yeah michigan summer is really only about three months for real so you know i'm trying to Um, squeeze in all my outdoor activities (laughs) within the next three months (laughs) Um, and then here I'm gonna say I feel like I say this shit every episode, but this cannot be the same weather that my people was outside picking cotton in. Could not be. Can't be. It literally start like you start sweating the moment you step outside. <laughs> so all summer, uh, I still ain't really adjusted to the south heat, but uh, I definitely will be rocking them short shorts. I'm gonna give the ladies all thigh. Oh, you come all thigh action for the summer. Yep, I'm gonna have my shit falling off the bone. <laughs> You gotta, get <laughs> you gotta get a tat. You gotta get a tat. No, yeah. you gotta watch out though. You know you're in the A, so you know, depending on where you go, you could be giving off the wrong vibe. So just make sure you go into appropriate setting for them. Giving off thigh and a little dick all summer. So <laughs> be prepared. If you see me, just know that's the type of bag I'm in because it's hot. It's too hot for anything else. I for the ladies, I'm gonna specify for my man. For the ladies only. Oh yeah, ladies only. You gotta put that disc. I'm telling you, you in a spot where you know, say it'd be a toss up sometimes. So. <laughs> so yes, ladies, I'm giving out thigh and a little, a little tip action. Shorts. <laughs> 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 but no, nah, man, for real, it's hot as shit. But we outside again, like I said, I might fuck around, just get a tent. That's how bad I'm outside for real, for real. I mean, I said at the beginning of the year, I'm trying to do as much outdoors this summer as I can. Um, I feel like the last few summers, like maybe since like summer 16, I ain't really utilized the summer the way that I should. You know, I'd be just in the house or not really enjoying the weather, not doing outdoor activities. So this summer, I'm going to try to make a point to actually be outside more. Okay, you about to squeeze. So you finna squeeze like five summers in one. 
Nah, I ain't going that hard because a nigga getting old and, you know, <laughs> after one crazy weekend, I might have to sit down for a couple of them. But, you know, just being outside. Um, I ain't been to an amusement park in a few years. I think I might try to That's hit one of them. You don't even fuck with amusement parks. I don't, but, you know, um, Michigan Adventures is perfect for Corey, so we might hit there. I fuck with the water park, so I'll be in the water park all day. Okay. Uh, shit like that, you know, she getting older. She probably want to be outside more, too, so we gonna, we going to be outside this summer. That's what's up. And her, her birthday coming up. So shout out to Big K. Yep. Two weeks. Two our weeks. birthday. Our birthday is in two weeks. Hers is the 27th. Mine the 29th. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. B-Day is coming up. Y'all hear this episode. Y'all um y'all giving out the friendlies. You know, um, shoot them drop- to my man. This is B-Day coming up. Yeah, I'm going to drop my cash up and beg a little bit. No, I ain't yeah. Going, I ain't and Father's Day coming up. But we're going to get into all that. <laughs> we ain't even there right there. We're going to double back to Father's Day for the show. Yeah. But... Before we get started, anyway, we always got to bring y'all to our favorite block in the neighborhood is the Parlay Avenue, where um, we live to bet again. <laughs> and uh, it just... Now, uh, Perk Fit, this is... you want one? No. Oh, you don't do Perk? No, I don't, personally. Oh. No. Um, but... Man, uh, you know, perk, my bag in there. I put a tail in pop Perk right quick. Look at I'm itching right now. Uh... Are you gonna make it? Or are you gonna be okay for, for the show, okay. man? Come on, I ain't no addict. Okay, crazy. <laughs> now, that's exactly how I feel. For show, I ain't no addict. You crazy? Like, am I an addict? No, I ain't no addict. I'm good. <laughs> I gotta stop when I want to. That's for show how Parlay Avenue feel. Um. So if anybody ain't been listening, this is your first time listening. We are avid Parlay participants. We on this block nonstop all day, every day. Niggas, it's been times where I wake up, nigga ain't even brush his teeth. I'm on fan duel. And the crazy part about it is we done told y'all a few episodes back that we probably done with this done. shit. And uh, I, I ain't gonna lie, um, I'm definitely addicted. Yeah. Like, and I reason I've been on it lately though is let me tell y'all how we normally do. Like my man said, when he get up in the morning, I wake up early. Me and him probably like well, all of us be up early except Quan and Quay. But um, we be up early. About eight, nine niggas already got two, three parlay tickets that they got in motion in the group chat. So that's Maybe. how we do it on a, on a daily, right? Ain't even said my morning affirmations yet. <laughs> Them bitches in the chat. <laughs> so uh, that's how, you know, that uh, that's probably how everybody do now. Everybody got a group chat where they be bouncing little lays off each other, seeing what's going on. So yeah. about two weeks ago now, I don't know what we was all doing on this particular day, but we had two parlay tickets hit the group chat that <laughs> nobody paid attention to, and they end up winning. The bitches hit. Both of them end up winning. I don't know what the fuck we was doing. Nobody in the group chat paid attention to the bitches at all. Like it was like fuck it. Duh. And then I, still, I ain't even I ain't I ain't really forgave niggas for that. Like I ever even... since then, nigga, listen. I'm at Applebee's watching the end of the game. I'm going back through the text thread and I'm looking at everybody lays that was sent. I'm like, okay, this one ain't gonna make it. This one ain't gonna make it. Nigga, I get down to them two. I'm like, hold on. This, this 4200 right here. This 42, <laughs> this 4200 right here. What's going on? Why ain't nobody put these in? Like, why niggas ain't celebrating? Niggas ain't. My excuse, I was on the bum ass north side. Shout out to the north side, dog. Fuck with y'all. But I was on the north side, I had no service. And it was like 15 minutes before the game. I had checked to put my parlay in. 
and I had no service. That's the one ended up winning for twelve hundred. Didi has sent one that was like thirty one hundred, and they both end up winning. And it's My crazy because I literally told niggas I hit John. I'm like, hey, lock me in. No, I was like, somebody put this in for me. John responded back. I'm like, hey, John, lock me in. Send me the payout. This nigga sends the payout, but never sends like confirmation of the actual bet being placed. So, and my and, man, I felt bad for Didi because he actually in a place where he can't bet at all. He in Georgia, so like, he I can't put his own I ticket. I could go is like an hour and a half away. I had to literally step my foot across the Tennessee border <laughs> and let it let it know that I'm in Tennessee and then go from there. So that was like what two weeks ago. I've been trying to get back here since. I'm t- I was sick of Applebee's. I didn't want to eat no more. I'm like, man, I just missed 4,200 on some uh-huh. bullshit. And it's like, I seen a perfect analogy of like our addiction. Like our addiction is not the fact that we losing money. The money don't, ain't really, it's two, it's a little tools and fuels that we had probably tossed away on some food, yeah. liquor, whatever have you, just, you know, favors throughout the day, whatever the case is. It be the the money that I should have won. That's, that's, all, that's all I'm looking at. I ain't even looking at the money I bet. I'm looking at what I should have won. Yeah, the money that being spent, like nigga, I, that's some shit you you wake up and spend that. But yeah. it's the fact that like, damn, the payout look decent. Like this some, this will change the whole trajectory of my weekend if this hit. High. I'm just trying to turn 10 into 34,000 like how motherfuckers be doing. That's what I'm trying to do. That way. I'm but, trying to start uh, generational wealth with my shit. We, we, you know, we kind of, we just want to keep y'all updated because I know it's people out there going through the same shit, you yeah. know. We, now, when you got a parlay with one leg miss, you know, that be fucked up. When you got a parlay where it's like, okay, I knew this really wasn't going to happen um, and it didn't happen, that's fucked up too. But when you got a parlay that you didn't even put in, like you felt good about it and couldn't get the chance to put it in and it went, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole different feeling. But that's a whole different. I see why the older niggas bite. Man, I play this number every day. The day I don't play it, they come out. I, I know exactly mm. how they feel now. I get it. I get it now. And that's why <laughs> I can't walk away because it's like, it'll be the day that I'll be like, man, I ain't putting shit in. And I like craft some shit. Yep. And then be like, man, I ain't doing it. And then it hit. I won't forgive myself. I ain't gonna lie. Even on days where I ain't betting, I still be on there putting shit together just to see if I can come up with something that appeases me. I might, I might not have just. If I ain't bet that day, I just ain't come up with something that appeases me enough to bet. Because I'm still on that motherfucker every day. Oh yeah, yeah, if I'm betting or not, I'm watching. Listening, I'm watching Undisputed lay up (laughs) at the same time. So, um, if you are an avid parlay participant and you find yourself on Parlay Avenue, please don't don't be shy. Send them to your baby. Send please. it either me, but please hit put them bitches on the TL, whatever you, you know, whatever you got going on. If you got the number, shoot that bitch to the number, you know, because I ain't stingy, you know what I'm saying? If I win, especially off some information that you tossed me, we definitely gonna break bread with you. Well, yeah, we for sure gonna look out, but um, I'm not never paying nobody up front to, to give no. me no picks because it's like I you don't know myself. You don't really know too much more than I know. We can look at the same shit, so it's like okay. Um, but yeah, if you shoot if if you into that, if if this what you do and you be winning a lot, let me get a couple dollars with you. That's all yeah, I ask. Yeah. Let's crack their head together. We a family. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's that's, uh, that's Parlay Avenue, you know. Yeah, we gonna keep y'all updated. Hopefully, um, by the time y'all hear this, my shit be didn't hit, and you know what I'm saying it's facts. 1942 margaritas the whole weekend. Facts. So I got some I got some cold shit in right now. So hopefully, by the time this drop tomorrow, I'm yeah. celebrating. Hell yeah! And I start my retirement. 
Yeah, man. What but, else? Uh, what, what else we got on the uh, the docket? We gonna go into some shit. Um, I just want to be uh, completely upfront with y'all. We normally record on the weekend. Yeah. Um, but we got together yesterday and we just really couldn't think of, couldn't think of shit. nothing to give y'all, and which then, is fucked up. It fuck around and dawned on us that it was Father's Day this weekend. And if we wouldn't be the This Ain't That podcast without Father's Day because why are we two fathers? Of course. I mean, we probably don't talk about that shit often because this is like our space to kind of like step away from our daily duties of being fathers. But we are probably some of y'all favorite when it comes to this father shit. Facts. Yeah. We really handle our business. My man's want to be humble with it, but we really handle our business when it comes yeah. to this to this father shit. And it completely just missed our mind. It was Father's Day this yeah. weekend. And, and then a series of unfortunate events happened on the timeline today that just helped us out. Yes. Timeline been fucking scorching all for the past 24 to um like 36 hours. I don't want to say 48. It's been like 36 it, it, hours. Yeah. Um, for those who have uh, been sleeping under a rock or don't follow either of us on Twitter or you're just not really a fan of social media or what have you, there was a video that surfaced on the TL where it looks as though it was a father trying to see his child. He, what it looks like, he pulls up on the baby mama <laughs> at the crack of dawn, at the ass crack of the morning <laughs> and approached her in a hostile way. With the blick exposed. <laughs> with the blick. And trying to see his kid. Uh, allegedly, she was fresh off work. Allegedly, she has him blocked on every way to get in contact with her. And as he, you know, tries to gain um, rights to a visitation, he's like trying to see his kid. The boyfriend intervenes. From what it sounds like, he allegedly horses him <laughs> on a regular because the boyfriend was, was telling him, like, you ain't even about to do shit with the pole out. Like you he, he was not he was not worried about him or his gun and for the duration of that video. The, yeah, the the gun was never exposed, but from all parties involved, obviously it was one there and no one worried about the, the presence of the gun. Uh, aside so if from you haven't that, seen the video, yeah. If you haven't seen the video, it's real easy to find. Yeah. Just go and check a, that out. But aside from the circusness of that shit, we really want to get to the bottom of like Is that okay? Is what he did okay? Now and I'm gonna let Didi go first. Okay. I seen your take. I I think you was kind of teetering back and forth. Yeah, because it's like, okay. I've never been in that space where, you know, <laughs> my like Baby mama was on some, like, you can't see the kid, this and that, and the third, and all that. So I ain't never really been in that space, so I can't speak on, like, how I would respond to that. But if the facts are true that Doggy Bone blocked, so he can't get in contact with you, you plan, like, hard to get when it comes to, like, seeing the kid for real, for real. And I, I have to, like, literally catch you in motion to talk to you. He wasn't really out of bounds as far as pulling up. Like, if you know she worked third, she... Pulling up at the crib at six thirty. Okay, I'm I'm outside at six thirty. Like, let's talk. I want to see the kid. Now, the hostility he pulled up with, that might have been a little bit more than it needs to be. But obviously, like I said, boyfriend looked like he be talking crazy to him. So I feel like <laughs> the, the the gun was probably more so for him than it was for her. Yeah, facts, facts. I had a dog talking to him like that, or he probably done slapped him around a couple times. So. 
But aside from that, I hate when it gets to the point where women play that game. I'm not sure what dog was on. So I can't really speak on like if he's really asserting himself in the the fashion that he tried to, you know, portray in that video that he really wants to see his kid. Right. But like I said, more I was more so speaking on like he wasn't really out of bounds for pulling up. If if it's really true that she got him blocked, he not she not answered his phone calls, she hard to get in contact with you, contact with. You know, I've heard stories about women to play that hide and seek game, like the kids ain't mm-hmm. here or they sleep or talk to me later or not answering, going hours without responding. So they're like, shit, fuck it, I'm pulling up. We're gonna talk about this when I know you awake. I seen you walk in the crib, so I'm about to knock on your door. Right. So he wasn't really out of bounds with that. Like I said, the energy that he pulled up with, that was, you know, questionable. But then again, I don't know. Him and Doggy seemed like they didn't have an exchange of words before. That's why he felt comfortable enough to be like, yeah, dog, you need to take your ass to the crib. So, um, and that's all I could really take from the context of that. Cause like, it wasn't really enough background to really say if he was really, you know, is he really asserting himself trying to see his kids? He really taking the steps he really need to, whatever it is. But as far as him pulling up and checking her, in motion, he went out of bounds. He was he good money with me as far as that. So, I mean, I watched the video, of course, and, you know, it's hard to really say what's really going on just because all we got is a video. We don't know, you know, them in real life. But from what I can say on the video, she say she get off work at 630 in the morning. He pull up over there. She never said, like, no, you can't get the child. She just saying, right. like, my nigga, it's 630 in the morning. Right. Like, what you pulling up for? So, <clears throat> from that, I don't feel like, I mean, and again, it's all in context of the video, so I could be completely wrong, but that she didn't give him a response as a, like, she keep the kid from him. She right. she never said, like, my nigga, no, you're not getting him. I tell you this all the time. She just right. said, my nigga, it's 630 in the morning. Right. I just got off work. You think I'm going to go in here, wake my child up, mm-hmm. get them all together, like, my nigga, come back later. Right. So, I don't know. She didn't really give me the vibe of, okay, I keep the kid from him type right. shit. But also, when I'm confused about how her boyfriend pulled up, this nigga pulled up. It's 6.30 in the morning. He pulls up fully dressed. like Fully dressed. He ain't got the, oh, I just rolled out of bed, put some clothes on, yeah. outfit on. He got the, I've been dressed for some hours outfit on. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't really know, like, have the baby daddy been there for a minute and she called like I don't I don't really get that yeah like you know hey saying? this nigga I see this nigga car outside yeah up. yeah like I don't know what's going on with that but as a father it's different ways you can go about that you know what I'm saying it's six thirty like I said six thirty in the morning my nigga I understand she just got off work and you feel like okay I can probably catch her now because she it sounds like maybe y'all schedules just ain't matching you know what yes. I'm saying yep. so but it's six thirty you shouldn't. I don't think I don't think that's the way I would go about it. Even if I wasn't seeing my child, I'm not just gonna pop up and you know just get your child out of a dead sleep and then right. you know what I'm no. saying like it. It, it, it sounds again. It sounds like y'all just need to come to arrangement. If she is in the wrong, where she's not letting you get the right access to your child, he he did say in the video he was only recording for child support purposes, which um, you know that's his evidence. I guess he's trying to use, yeah, but. A weird evidence, but yeah, um, it, it was um it was it was a lot of variables in there where it's like you know you could have definitely did it a little, another way, but also as a man, shit, I I ain't gonna say I ever been kept from my kid, but when you not with the um with your 
mother of your kid, you know, some some lines do get blurred. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. schedule's not always going to mesh. You might not be able always to get the kid when you want to get it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it might feel like, okay, well, she playing games. I got to really pull up over here just to get my kid. So it could feel like that sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's different ways to go about it. Yeah. Um, and then we don't know how old the kid is. What if the kid one one years old? You talking about waking a one year old up at six thirty in the morning, getting a whole backpack, all time, whole backpack, car seat, all that. To you know what I'm saying? And she she just got off work. Ain't nobody finna be doing that shit. Yeah. So yeah, no. I don't I don't know. I don't really know enough information to choose sides, but right. I feel like they both could have went around a, a different way. Yeah. But I definitely agree. Whoever that whoever dog was that pulled up, her boyfriend, brother, uncle, dad, whoever it was. He definitely done slapped Cuz around a couple yeah. times. He either yeah. slapped him around a few times or knowing from around the way, and he known for getting slapped around. Yeah, because he was like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about your gun, nigga. And he, he was like him. in arm's length. Like, yeah. nigga, put <laughs> like, that shit down. Like, nigga, yeah. you don't put that bitch back in your pocket. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's, if I was dog, I would be a little bit more concerned on why I have a whole firearm and this yeah. nigga still talking about pressing my buttons. Yeah. I'd be probably a little bit more concerned about that. And I... Yeah. I'll go about a different way of pulling up on y'all because uh, obviously this gun shit ain't working. Yeah, and this shit really took the TL for a turn. Like, and that be... That's what my my love and hate for Twitter because you get to hearing people's opinions and points of views and niggas get to arguing different points or what have you. And I like to get different people's perspective of it because, mm-hmm. I mean... You know, everybody got their own different experiences and shit like that. So everybody then, you know, seeing things differently. And I also hate it because people would take a segment of like a, a little fragment of what you said and run with the fact that you missed the entire point. Like, that's not what I was really saying. Like, I was trying to really, you know, I'm arguing bits and pieces of it. Like, as right. I'm right. gathering information, and then it all boils back to the fact that well, none of us was there, so we don't really know what the fuck really happened. And that's why I never, I only retweet. Like, no matter if you agreeing with me or disagreeing with me, I only re- retweet it because at the end of the day, that's your opinion. You you saying what you see in the video. Yeah. We all different people. We can, five people can watch the video together. You have five different answers of what's going exactly. on. So I'm not saying that my answer is right or wrong. I'm not saying that yours is right or wrong, but I'm definitely not about to sit up here and go back and forth with you. If, if that's what you took out of what I said, then go ahead and run with it. If not, you know what I'm saying? Keep it pushing. But I agree. I think it's um everybody going to always have their own opinion because, like you say, everybody has their own different life experience. It, it could have been somebody who was going through that with their baby mom or baby mother, and it was a completely different situation, but it went like that. So they, they reflect in their situation uh, on that. So um I'll never go back and forth with people on Twitter for yeah, real. Yeah, no, I'm never um... – Going back and forth, and it was actually I'm glad the back and forth shit kind of like perfect segue to what I was gonna bring up next was uh, another tweet. Like I said, the TL been scorching. If you don't follow us, you need to follow us. Like not saying that we always do, we you know we shake the table here and there, but it'd be some other table shakers going on, and we <laughs> definitely you know I'm always for sure trying to like piggyback or even add throw my little two cents in because shit I just be facts. That's what I'm there for. So another tweet that made it cross my TL was like, hey, dog, it's a lot of jobs harder than being a stay at home mom. I don't know who started this narrative, but that's wild. I know it ain't a cakewalk, but to call it the hardest job in the world is just silly. And uh, my response to that was. I low key 
I this said, oh, no, go ahead. You gave me the liberty, you know, the liberty to say your shit, my shit first. So go ahead, get yours off. Now, I don't want anybody to take this wrong. Oh, shit. They about to. <laughs> I don't want anybody to take this wrong because I know being a mother, especially a single mother, is not easy at all. No, okay. Before you get off into that, it's being a stay-at-home mom, not single. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's what. But I wanted to give that disclosure. Okay. Before they Make try sure to say stay at home. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, being any type of mom, parent, period, is not yes. e- is not easy. Right. But it's, especially a single mom is not easy. Now, where you have an element where you're able to be a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home mom usually means your husband is making enough income for your household to run correctly and swiftly and comfortably while you're staying at home, taking care of the home front. Right. So with that being said, you would have to do those same things if you weren't a stay at home mom plus work. So I think you not having to worry about working is like that lighting the load a whole bunch right there. You still have to be a parent, no matter if you're a single parent, if you a, if you in a relationship where your father, the baby father live with you, you still have to be a parent at the end of the day, regardless of what your working situation is. So okay. to me, staying at now, it might be it might be a time where it's tedious, but I don't think I don't think any stay at home mom would be like, yeah, this is hard because you would have to do those same things no matter if, if you was a mom, period, you have to do those same things. So when you a stay-at-home mom entails what? You stay at home, clean, do laundry, grocery shop, yep. you know, take care of the kids. You run them to where they need to be ran to. Learning who's resources gonna, as well. Yeah. Who who Don't you still have to do all of that even if you have a job? Yeah. So how I don't I don't understand how I agree with that. I don't I don't think that I think going to work, at, especially at some jobs, would be more stressful and harder than being a stay-at-home parent. No. I'm going to disagree with you <laughs> because I had Aiden for an entire summer. Right. I remember that summer I had him. Whole summer. Right. Right. It was days that I called in to work. Right. And I had him the entire day. And right. I said I would have much rather went to work than stay right. at home with my kid right. the entire day. Because... And my kid, not even, he's not a hard to manage child. Mm-hmm. None of those things. And I don't even, like, I love being around my kid. I don't want that to even be taken out of context either. I'm more so saying it's like, despite the responsibilities looking a little different, I feel like the same energy, the same level of, not necessarily stress, but just the shit is put out. Because I was just as tired as if I didn't go to work. Because I right. still was up. And this was at the time he was being potty trained. So I was still, you know, actively, I had to get him up, change the diaper. I mean, pull up, put him on the toilet, make sure he ate all day, keep him entertained, put him down for a nap. By the time I put him down for a nap, I'm ready for a nap because, nigga, we've been up since 7.30. Um, then he want to be, when he wake up, you got to eat, eat again. He want to be entertained again. So now we at the park. You know, we trying to do this, do that. And then I got to cook, whatever. So I get, I won't say... For me to say it's harder was kind of being dramatic because I said I'd rather do heart surgeries all day than stay at home with my kid or be a stay-at-home dad. That was me, me being dramatic. But I will say there are some jobs harder. I mean, obviously, it's some shit you, like, you, 
niggas be coal miners doing really hard physical labor, <laughs> like really breaking their back for eight to 12 hours a day. But I will never discredit the idea of saying that staying, uh, being a stay at home mom is easy. That shit is not easy. Like even not being a stay at home mom, like literally playing the role as a single father, like being the person, the primary person to get him up for school, taking the daycare, then me go to work, do my eight hours at work, be on time to pick him up, entertain him, feed him, put him down for bed, all that shit. So that is a lot. So I got a question. What? You in the same situation, no work and no financial work. Like you know all your bills taken care of, you got enough money to do, you know, the groceries, keep food, clothes, all of that. So you in a position where you don't have to worry about nothing financially and you don't have to work. Is that still the same stress in that situation um, or not? Because if you think about it. <laughs> and I think that goes back to um, like the support system that you're around. Like, are you getting a break from your responsibilities as if you did if you worked a job? Right. Like say for, right. okay, I, I hold down the home front from 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., 5.36 p.m. to right. my significant other get to the crib. Am I still allowed like my my time away from what I my duties? Like are once my significant other come home, are they fulfilling some different roles like where I ain't really held responsible for? Like I, I could throw my arm yeah. in and help out here, pitch yeah. in there, but am I relieved of my duties for an extended period of time where I could still be myself? Because I feel like that's I think where, I think that's uh, a good point. I think you just brought in a great point because I feel that if you have to be a parent all day, every day, and you don't get a break, I, I can understand how- That's where it get hard. I can understand how it can get hard in that aspect. I, I ain't think about that, but yeah, you're doing a good point there. But would you, even if that's the case, would you take that over working? You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost like it just depends on the type of person you is. So I, I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's the yeah, hardest yeah. job. I don't think it's the hardest job because it is some people who really like live for their kids. Like I don't they, it's some people who'll be like, shit, I don't give a fuck if I ever get a break. If I can be around my kids 24-7, you know, so they'll say that, but everybody gonna need a little break here yeah, and there, yeah. you know. So I don't yeah, that, think it's the hardest job, but yeah. I definitely feel like any single mom, single dad, single parent at all. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a lot of work that go into it. Definitely. And, Being um, a parent, period. And like you said, if 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 you ain't getting relieved of your duties at all during the day, if you if you on go from 7 a.m. to 9 at night when the kids go to sleep and you gotta do that Monday through Sunday, that should definitely get tiring for sure. And that's where you know motherfuckers quit, quit their job. Like you feel like work don't ever end for you, you're gonna feel like shit, you're gonna get burnt out and whatever. You know, right. just like you were in the professional field, you're going to do it at as your profession is to be a stay-at-home Exactly. Mom. And yes. like you said, it all depends on the type of person. Some people live for that. Like some people are willing to just, hey, I don't want to do anything. I, you know, I excel in making sure my household runs like a wheeled oil machine. Exactly. So, and shout out to them because, like I said, for the two months that I had to do it, it was literally some of the hardest shit I've ever done. Like I literally called them to work to drop my kid off at school. Like oh yeah, a day to do nothing. Oh, trust me, it's been times. I mean, everybody as a parent, you go through that. You know, I've been a parent in the same house with my daughter's mom, and I've been a parent out of the same house with my with my daughter's mom. And and each one of them, you know, you you learn to just respect 
because no matter what, I, t- I try to tell people this all the time as I'm getting older, I see it. <clears throat> Even if, if if you got a mom and dad that live in the same household, nine times out of 10, the mom's still doing more. You know what yep. I'm saying? Just just by nature. You know what I'm saying? So um, I always try to keep that in front of my mind when it comes to like my parenting. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just how it is. Like I said, y'all can live in the same household and still the mom be considered just considered like a single parent. Like that yeah, the mom, the mom naturally just gonna do more. You know what I'm saying? It, especially as with toddlers, you know, like infants and toddlers, the mom definitely is gonna do more in them situations. Now, as the kids start getting older and you know, can be more self-sufficient, yeah, it might be it, it's gonna relieve the mom duties a little bit more. And and you'll probably be able like as a father, like for instance, with my daughter. I didn't really start moving around with her. I mean, I was moving around with her alone, but it was like to specific places. Once she started being able to walk, it was like, okay, you can you can bop out with me anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Right. But before that, if if it was somewhere where it's like, okay, I don't feel like, you know, she should be here, she was just going with her mom. So yeah. naturally, you know, shout out to the mothers. Y'all naturally going to do more. Um, but this ain't about y'all because it's Father's Day. So, Facts. Uh, so we'll double back to y'all another day. But shout out to y'all. Not on this podcast. Not not this week. <laughs> not this week. But yeah, man. And so. and let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about Father's Day. Cause yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like Father's Day is celebrated. And I also don't feel like they want us to celebrate Father's like, Day. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I was literally, I don't even I ain't even no radio listening nigga, but I'm riding in the car listening to the radio and I hear a motherfucking Hennessy commercial. Like, what a great gift to get your father with. Uh, surprising him with a uh, bottle of Hennessy. I'm like, what fucking you want me to drink and whoop everybody? That's what you want me to do. You want me to remember this Father's shit? Day. I'm going to drink it and I'm whoop everybody. <laughs> I'll be three shots in ready to whoop every fucking body in the house. So let's get into it. Is Father's Day not celebrated or is widely celebrated as Mother's Day because of the fathers? Or is it not celebrated because of the month? Because I feel like mothers, they kind of put a foot forth and celebrate Mother's Day, like women. Supporting women. Exactly. Yeah. Like on and Father's have, Day, some- the most a nigga going to give you on Father's Day is a happy Father's Day, bro. Yeah. Like niggas not really pulling up with a basket like, damn, okay. bro, you've been doing your thing as a pop's <laughs> gone. You know what I'm saying? Niggas not really doing no, that. No cap. And I had... um. I had tweeted that and Shorty kind of like got me together with that. And she was like, well, actually it was like a few shorties. Like they kind of tore my mentions up a little bit, actually. So <laughs> shout out to y'all. Y'all actually got on my ass. I got low key, got ratio, but y'all did make valid points. It's like women pop out for women when it comes to that. Like moms want to do for other moms. Cause they know like, Hey, we can't do this shit without each other. Like right. I know what it's like to be in your shoes. You know, y'all really do go all out for uh fathers. I mean, uh, other mothers. And like you said, like, you know, all my homeboys is fathers, pretty much majority of them besides like maybe one or two. And I ain't never really went out my way to like do anything for them. I always made sure that, you know, what they did was appreciated and, you know, how they set the tone for me being a father. But I ain't never put like, hey, I'm on the grill. Y'all pull up, man. We, you know, we finna do it big, bring the kids, whatever it is. Like, you know, it's Father's Day, you know, you don't got to do shit, just pull up. So... Yeah, I feel like it's not celebrated because we don't take a stand to be celebrated. Like, facts. we gotta if we don't pop out for each other, ain't nobody gonna pop out for us. That's facts. All right, and 
uh, I kind of seen her say that and I thought about it too. And it was just like, that's true. Like, I don't remember, like, honestly, sitting here, I've been a father for, this is seven years this year, and I can't think of one Father's Day that stood out. You know what I'm saying? You get the you get the normal little shit, but is that what Father's Day is really about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather be like, okay, yeah, get with your guys. They got kids, you know, y'all. But everybody celebrate different, you know, barbecues yeah. some shit like that. But I just feel like Mother's Day every year is a big thing. Like, you know Mother's Day band together like hey we going up it's mother's day we all mothers we and then not only shit. that like dudes dudes can actually be truthful with themselves and say yo i appreciate you know not even not only yo yo baby mom yo mom yo grand you know i'm i all appreciate the, all mother I, figures in your life exactly i want to show them you know that i really appreciate you know all that they've done for me and i don't feel like women do that you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like yeah, they look. They they, they look at. I don't, I don't feel like they look at the male father figures in their life and be like, "I just want to show you appreciation today." That be like they first attack. Be like, "Hell no, I got a my uncle one shit or like they yeah, quick like, to my, point out the not like we don't give yeah. a fuck about them non moving parts in this shit. <laughs> like this is the time I like when Mother's Day come around. I don't be like, yeah, I got some some. Some uh, ancient cousins who some baby mamas they don't really be on shit. Like no, it's like you a mother. I don't care in what realm. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna show you appreciation because I appreciate the fact that you gave life and you making sure your life is the life that you are you know responsible for is well taken care of. Facts. Like, showing appreciation all across the board. Like women don't really do that, and don't. we don't do it either. So like if we don't do it, why should anybody else do it? Yeah. Um. I think it's a hand to hand though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like somebody you gotta know, start the cycle. Somebody definitely gotta start. I think as fathers, we just need to start, like you say, even if it's just a little barbecue where you get the kids out, you know what I'm saying? Y'all kick it or shit, y'all meet up, go get some food with the kids or something, just something. Especially yeah. if you're an active father. You know what I'm saying? If you're an active father, you deserve to be appreciated, you know what I'm saying? Just like the active mothers do. Facts. I mean we on that next year. We on we gonna put some shit together. If this ain't that, we doing some annual shit starting next year. We're gonna really put some shit on the flow. We're gonna get we're gonna all bring the, pops. the fathers out. Yeah, we're gonna get all the pops together. Because um I, I really don't like the stereotype, especially you know what I'm saying. Like I, I hate the father stereotype, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like for a length of time, father's just been, oh, you ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. we ain't really been celebrated. And like you said, shit, dinner, all of my homies got kids and shit, they all either with them or you know, it's some of them that's going through some shit with their baby mama that had to get worked out later on down the road, but I don't just sit around, you know what I'm saying, where niggas just like, shit, I ain't got kids, not trying to see that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we got to stop giving energy to the shit that don't matter. Like, it's just niggas on this earth that don't do what they supposed to do. Some niggas that drop the ball and what. And even if it's the niggas who not doing what they supposed to do, take that time to, you know what I'm saying, let them see being ain't nothing wrong with being a father, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So, that's why, like, the narrative when like women come out, like, I've been the best mother and father in my All kids. Right. Be, like stop giving that negative energy anywhere. Like glorify the men that do take care of that position. Facts. Like put them niggas yeah. on that pedestal so them niggas can feel a little like, damn, I got a kid and I ain't even getting no, like niggas ain't shot me a text all day. Ain't nobody sent me no right. drink, no cat, whatever it is. So niggas can understand like, yeah, you not getting appreciated. Like, not, oh, I'm finna get dragged again. Like fuck dragging that nigga. Like this nigga, he already right. know he ain't doing his shit. So make that nigga feel even littler by 
Or just some, some niggas, some niggas might really just really not know how to go about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some niggas might, you might have to pull a nigga to the side and be like, yo, this what you, you know what I'm saying? This, you can still do all what you're doing and be an active father. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. Some niggas just don't know. And I think, I think it'll go by the wayside because moms always had it. You can be a terrible mom, but always have your kid. You know what I'm saying? Just because you always got your kid don't mean that you're a good mom. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Nah. So I think it fall by the wayside because they they get that they get that mom title by default and i feel like dads got to earn their title no matter what so i celebrate each other like we said yeah. celebrate each other if you see a nigga that's always on this shit celebrate that if 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 you see a nigga who half stepping let him know you know what i'm saying yeah. you can still do this and do that if you yeah. see a nigga who ain't on nothing you know what i'm saying he he might have to Get a couple extra coaches, but try to yeah, get him there, especially if it's a nigga that you fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like I say, everybody's situation different. Everybody going through something different in life. Everybody got a different baby mama to deal with. Everybody got multiple baby mamas to deal with. It ain't always going to be easy, but at the end of the day, that's your responsibility, my nigga. Take care of it. Yep. So that's why next year, 2022, we doing some big shit. We're going to pick a city to do that shit in. We're probably going to do it back at the crib just because, you know, geographically, yeah. it make more sense. Have a barbecue for y'all. We're gonna, yeah, we gonna, we gonna celebrate barbecue. the fathers. We can do like a kickball game, some shit. We're gonna get everybody <laughs> active. We're gonna get the street. We're gonna, you know, block party, whatever, what whatever we gotta do so niggas can understand, like bring the kids out. Like we we gonna stop like waiting for other people to celebrate us. Like we gotta start the celebration within and it's gonna prompt, you know, the celebration and the notoriety that we deserve because like hey, these niggas take you know pride in being fathers and they take pride in being, you know, recognized. So let me join a band, let me, like, let me jump on a bandwagon, let me help them out. Oh, I want to do something for them as well, because they want to do something for themselves. So right. make sure, pin this, replay this, you know, whatever you got to do, save it, whatever you got to do. You want to be a sponsor, you want to get down with it. We really going to get this shit on the flow. We're going to, you know, we're going to get some strippers. We're going to have kids out there. We can't have, oh, yeah, that's we, right. can't, we can't go that sure. crazy. Maybe for the after party, the Father's Day yeah, after party. Yeah, we're going to do that Father's Day, you know, after party <laughs> shit, dice, you know, dice game in the corner. You know, dice game. I'm hosting that. I'm hosting that just to let y'all know. The <laughs> dice game I'm hosting. We, yeah, we're going we gonna, we gonna to lay that shit out, man. we really going we gonna to do it big because, like, it's too many. But it's more us. Than, it's more than the niggas that get, you know, the negative notoriety. Like, yeah. It's more of us out there. So in light of that, after all we just said, and like we said, Father's Day is coming up. You got a son that's what, four or five? Four. Yep. Four. So from the time he was born to now, as a father, how has he changed you as to like in the last four years? Um, I really didn't feel like I was a father until he was about one. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. See, it's shout, his birthday. Shout out to the moms. Yeah, shout out to the moms. Shout out to the moms. I, I, to I, mom. I, I, I know y'all felt that first day. <laughs> and it's crazy because I was hey, there. Niggas, I missed a step. We was there. Niggas not waking up in the middle of the night, though. Yeah. Like, I ain't gonna but lie. But it's like, I, I, was, I did. So Jeez. my son was like 100% breastfed. So I didn't even feel like I was a part of that shit because he didn't need me. Like, I was literally an yeah. option at, at most times. And, uh, I think he started crying or some shit at his uh, birthday little thing. And somebody's like, give him to his daddy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, me. Like, yeah, bring him here. Bring him here. And um, he, like, reached out for me. So it was like, damn, this I got to make sure he's straight. Like, all right. all, at all times, like, I'm his safe haven. And 
Fast forward to now, he's four. He literally try to mimic any and everything that I do. Like he see me throw a do-rag on, he wanna put one on. He see me doing some push-ups or something. He next thing you know, I see him in the corner trying to do a couple. <laughs> I play a song, he in the back rapping it. And it's just like, he make me realize that I gotta, everything I have to do is with a purpose. Dope. And he make me stand on what I say. That's dope. That's, That's dope. something that he has taught me is I gotta stand on everything that I say and I do. Like I can't tell him, yeah, we gonna go to the park like in a minute. Uh, Shit, nigga, a minute pass. He asking why we ain't at the park yet. And just just to let you know, that don't get no better <laughs> as they get. Or like the older they get and they start really understanding. Oh man, they gonna make you stand on business. Yeah. So he he make me stand on everything that I say. He make every move make sense, make it mean something. So um, that's how he didn't change me. Not saying that I always wasn't, but I feel like with him knowing that I got somebody that's closely monitoring everything that I do, like I ain't just living for my own self. He has made everything, my words, I make sure my words have purpose when I'm talking to him and not just him, it's just in general, it's like, shit, he, I'm built, that's a habit that he's putting, like he's making sure that I do what I say. He makes sure that my moves make sense. Like I ain't just out here recklessly doing shit. Like he, cause if, if it don't go right, he gonna be the first person to feel it. And right. I don't ever want him to be in a position where he has to um, pay for something that I did. Right. That's what he done did for me. What about you? Um, my daughter was she'll be seven in two weeks. Um, I was the same way though. Like, um, I really didn't feel like I was a father until later on. Um, uh, when I left the hospital the first day, like the couple days after she was born, I was putting her in the car and I was like, damn, she's gonna be stuck with me forever. Like I can never, you know what I'm saying, get rid of her. But um it's it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? But, like when you responsible for somebody else, it make you move a different way. You can't just be loose with it. Everything that you do impacts you and them, especially when you want better for your kid. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be out here moving loose because that'll, that'll put them in a bad situation. But um, at first I was kind of sick because I had a daughter. <laughs> hey, recently wow. I recently I see the gender reveal where they was like, y'all need to hey, put heaven his head. Yeah, but that was me though. When I figured out I was having a daughter, it was a little sick. I think every dude want their first kid to be a boy. You know what I'm saying? You want that's crazy because I wanted a girl. She I wanted a boy. I was like 99% sure it was a boy, and then it was a girl. But um honestly now. I think if I ever have another kid, I don't think I ever have a boy. I think it'll just be all uh, girls for some reason. Yeah, I. Uh, but I'm cool I really with that because girl. girls give you a different sense on life. You know, <clears throat> it, it it make you look at situations different. You know what I'm saying? And it also you gotta you gotta kind of teach them. You gotta teach them a different way than a boy. I, I feel like growing up as a boy, you kind of get everything raw and uncut, and you really can't you know treat a girl like that. You gotta kind of ease them into it and. Their innocence is a big thing, so it, it's still hard. I'm I'm learning every day, especially as my daughter getting older. Um, but she, I'm just thankful that she get to do and have all the stuff that she really want, you know, for real. So that's that was my biggest goal as a parent, you know. what I'm saying just making sure she ain't never want for nothing. She ain't, you know, what I'm saying she was never out here just living, and so far. It's been accomplished. So yeah. as long as I keep doing that, yeah. pretty soon I'm gonna probably have another kid, and mm. we are gonna rock out like that. Shout out to you, cause um, 
That ain't on my agenda under no. When I say pretty soon, that's probably like three years. No, like pretty soon is like three. Because my daughter getting older now, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like babies until they turn one. So <laughs> I I really got to get, I really got to get the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? So I get that first 12 yeah, months out of the way. just pop out two. I'll be straight. Yeah, or or that two even better. But I don't hold nobody babies unless they at least one. So if I'm ever around you and your baby under one and you think I'm acting funny, I promise I'm not. I just don't <laughs> like little babies. They scare me. Yeah. Um, Corey is really the only baby that I held like Same. multiple times under one. I only held my son. Um, people used to try to get me to speaking hold. I of, people's babies, but I'd be scared. Speaking of my daughter, she just texted me, can she watch TikTok? And she in the <laughs> room, so. So that must be our cue <laughs> to wrap this up, because uh, <laughs> kids ain't gonna, you can't tell her like in five minutes, because she damn near gonna put a timer on, and once it buzz at five minutes, she gonna want her TikTok time. So yeah, we gonna, we gonna, I'm gonna get you up out of here, man. Before I get you up out of here, though, no, I mean, we're going to talk on a regular, though, but just so everybody else can hear it. It's my man's, you know, as a father, he definitely set the tone for me as a father. You know, I seen niggas, we did the same shit, and he still had a kid and still did his responsibility. So that let me know that I could still be myself, still do the shit I like to do, and still take care of my responsibility. So he was one of them niggas that definitely instilled that in me. More niggas should surround themselves around with other niggas like that so they can do those same. So gotta get my man's, you know, his flowers like still smell them bitches even though he can't smell, but he can smell. I had to get smell so ain't back, will you? <laughs> I appreciate that, my guy. I think we all learn, you know, it's like I said, it's a learning process. Eric, we all learn from each other as long as you got a, a group of solid niggas around. And that go for anything, not just kids. It go for anything. Everybody learn from each other. So I appreciate that. You know, you standing on business as a father since day one. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's all, That's right. really all it's about. Yeah, so yeah, man, we gonna get, get up out of here though. Let man. me get in the other room so I can monitor this TikTok because she knows she can't be on TikTok without somebody <laughs> around because they be wilding on TikTok. So yeah, yeah, because um, we get up with y'all. Episode ten, we got a small milestone coming up. I don't know if we gonna do something special or not. We might. So just stay tuned. Special. I don't know. We gonna we gonna put something together. But man, y'all keep listening, man. Appreciate y'all listening, man. This is the This Ain't That podcast with two of your favorites. It's me, Big Dez, and my main man is the B Loan manager, Mr. Turnaround. Take this pick himself, Rick. Please, and we out. Yo, and we out.